Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because... If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. No quote for you girls uh, this week. I got three hours of sleep. I've been running around the city all day, going to meetings. Oh, no. I'm very sore from the gym yesterday. And I don't feel like it. So. Okay. We're just going to go ahead and get started. Well, welcome to the (laughs) REIT. I am Sonic the Hedgehog. And I am Solange. I just be Solange. I brought you something. Maybe this will make you feel better. Actually, I brought it for us. It's not really for you. But you know, I've been infusing some whiskey in my house for like weeks and weeks now. Yeah. So I brought some of that. With some Coke if you want. Or just like some juice. But it's just some weed infused Maker's Mark that I thought would be nice to have today. So... If you'd like some, I'll pour you a glass before we do the black excellence. I'll just have you get started. Oh, you want to smell it? No, I'm just going to sit over here. Well, I mean, that's fine. I'll just, I can drink it all. I just thought I would share. Okay. So. Speaking of black excellence this week, uh, black excellence on this end is going out to, I don't know if any of you guys have actually heard of her, but her name's uh, Katrina Laverne Taylor. Oh, yeah. And basically what this amazing young woman has done is had uh, her own day. That's right. A full 24 hours of celebration in the city. Yeah, that's classic. (laughs) Sorry. In the city of Miami, Florida. That was all about Trina. That's right. May 15th of all of the years will, uh, (laughs) will now be known as Trina Day. Not just in Miami, but really globally. Because I don't live in Miami anymore, but I will be celebrating Trina Day wherever yeah. I am, as long as I draw breath. I feel like there should be t-shirts. Um, like, this should be a national thing. So, uh, yeah, that's it for me. And if you don't like it, tough. Congratulations. Personally, I feel like, Trina, they waited too long. Uh, you should have gotten this plaque and paper and uh, these classy photographs ages ago. A Miami key to likes the to city. Drag their f- I'm, I don't even know what took so long. But... Either way, we're here now, and the stars are aligned the way that they should be. Uh, bow down to a queen, a boss, a legend, um, mm-hmm. an icon, uh, a diamond princess, a silver dollar, 
and all things of that nature. So, again, just to, to remind you, in case you forgot over the past few seconds, Trina Day. <laughs> Trina Day, May 15th. Mark your calendars. Um, I'm not exactly sure how I plan on celebrating next year, but I know that it will take place. There'll probably be cakes, um, naked niggas, mm-hmm. uh, a pool somewhere. Naked bitches, too, because Trina would have both. And, you know, full-on celebration. Yeah. it's go- Niggas is going to be twerking into the fucking dirt. Conk fritters. <laughs> um, yes. Just, it'll be a blast. So, there you go. Congratulations to Trina. Very well-deserved. Um, Moving on into Sig Sad World this week. Uh, ooh, I know that. Okay, mm. so guess what this show is going to be this week. Less than an hour and a half. Oh, it it really is? Yeah. Okay. So, while we're on the subject of Miami, apparently um, two very grown-ass niggas are arguing with each other about what they've done for the city of Miami. Okay. Uh, Those niggas are Uncle Luke and Peter Thomas from Real Housewives of Atlanta. (laughs) I don't know why this is happening. Um... I didn't ask for it. Arguing with each other? Over, like, shit that only aunties and uncles would be able to really say oh yeah i was there okay you know like what the who what um so peter apparently went on instagram and was in miami in some car and said something about you know when i come here people say welcome to my city and this is one of those moments where peter decided to you know flex in his ego and i guess his love for peter okay i'm gonna let you finish I'm sorry. I'd be trying to move away from the mic. <laughs> I don't think people, I don't think the listeners can hear it. I think it's just you. Okay. But, okay. I'll let them can I that. drink, please? It's no, you can do rough, whatever you want. It's been a rough time and I just need some help. So Go for it. I appreciate your support. Totes. <laughs> um, Peter said something along the lines of, you know, he brought... I don't know if he said he brought blackness to Miami or he was a big part of the reason. <laughs> I'm sorry, blackness? <laughs> he basically tried to take credit for, like, the black hip-hop scene in Miami Beach or South Beach and claimed that he brought Puff and Russell Simmons and Dr. Dre to the club in Miami what? and that he used to have a club, which I believe he probably did. Mm-hmm. He used to have a club with DJ Waggy T and some other people down in South Beach or whatever. Um, and even said something like, before Luke, there was me, so don't act like you, you know, like, this is your city, I been doing shit in Miami, and I come get the city back if I want to, which is all of this weird shit now that, you know, he ain't got no woman, and, or, you know, job, so. <laughs> that too. You know, he's just out here grasping for whatever straw. The issue with that is that Miami is not the lost city of Atlantis. It's, you know, it still exists and people are still, (laughs) you know, living there. Uh, People who have lived there since long before what you're talking about. Uh, People with memories that are intact. Mm. One of those people happens to be the very same Uncle Luke that you mentioned, who then also decided to get on Instagram and give us a whole history lesson about Miami that, you know... 
was kind of obvious, maybe obvious to me because I'm from right. Miami. Whatever. It was probably real clear to those of you who have always known Miami. But all he basically said was, ba- you know, what he's done, where he came from, what he did, and the fact that people like Trick Daddy, Trina, Pitbull, Florida don't know that the girls are too too familiar with Ball Greasy yet. But I heard he's on the come up. Somebody I've known since I lived there. Ball Greasy. That's his. I have to Google him now. Ball Greasy. Ball. One word. (laughs) Of course. Oh, Ball Greasy, one word. Yeah. I was going to say, I love when people put the adjective after the noun. This is excellent. It's just all one word. Okay, well, we're just going to find him right now. Um,. You know, so I don't know where this came from or why it had to happen. Peter then came back on and, like, tried to backtrack and say, no, I had the first reggae club or some other dumb shit. Like, Peter, just be quiet. Whatever you was drinking at the reunion of that show, (laughs) you clearly had some before you taped this video, probably, because I don't know where, where this came from. But, girl, one thing I can say for certain, I'll be 30 in a few months. Born and raised in Miami, spent 25 years of my life there. So most of it. I know who Waggy T is. I know who Uncle Luke, Trick Daddy, Bargreeze, Trina, Pitbull, Flo Rida, Rick Ross. I know who all of these people are that were named in this weird senior citizen conversation. <laughs> but I didn't know anything about Peter Thomas doing anything in Miami yeah. ever. Period. Right. I just want to say, like, even if you don't know maybe the biggest artists that came out of Miami, you probably know the names of some of the smaller artists or whoever was around trying to or like actually a part of the scene getting shit popping. I never heard Peter's name till Real Housewives of Atlanta. In my life. So. Never not one time. I thought she was going to talk about him pulling a knife on Matthew. Oh, we're getting there. Oh, okay. But, you know, I just wanted to make it clear that just, girl, don't play that game. Do it with some, do it with a, like a really overpopulated hip hop place. Like, you might be able to get away with that in like in Atlanta or even a New York or someplace where there are just like a million rappers and hip hop scene is just, mm-hmm. you know, really spread out. And you can act like, yeah, I was in Cascade doing this or Bankhead or something and just yeah. make it up. Niggas do that here in the city all the time and live in like White Plains and be like, yeah, I'm from Far Rockaway. What? <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. Aren't. Right. What are you talking about? And mm. why are you doing this? Um, so that was strange oh, and Peter. unnecessary. Like, I even remember when DJ Khaled was on 99 Jams, like, on the drive home from school, listening to Khaled on the radio, talking the same way that he does right now. Like, everything he says, the way he speaks and behaves, all of this, all of that is the same. <coughs> he just has way more money now and a son that apparently is richer than he is. Oh, a son is everything, man. He's really, like, he's literally an icon. <coughs> like, like a yeah, real no, he icon. he really is. I think he's the executive producer of that album. Yeah, I mean, it's his album at this point. They've completely <laughs> changed the verbiage of it. And everybody is record. just a pretty, like, Assad's album. Like, I think mm-hmm. Sizzla is on it or something now. And he posted a picture with DJ Khaled, like, you know, here to do a feature for Assad's new album. So, like, so it's fully Assad's project. He's on the cover of every single. He's a legend. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, he really is. And, and low-key, I wish every child could grow up with a daddy who felt that way, the way that Khaled does about Assad. Because he'd be in the mirror talking about, you everything. You created the planet. You're the daddy best breathes for you. <laughs> I love it, man. It's I love great. it. Khaled deserves. Um... So let's talk about Peter Thomas cutting Matthew. Apparently. <laughs> hey, 
y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Now, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not, because who honestly cares? But a few weeks back, there was this talk about Peter and Matt Jordan, um, Kenya's uh, last paid actor. Mm -hmm. They fought at, I don't know if it was a radio show, if it was a podcast, or I don't know what it was. But they were at some some talk show. I think it was a radio station. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, it was. 93 something I believe and I don't know whose interview it was I don't know how they ended up getting there together but they had some differences to hash out and at some point this led to Matt getting up and trying to be um, sedated by this young woman this very young small black girl trying to keep them from fighting each other and somehow Matt did some weird ass Madden and <laughs> 2018 bullshit. Something he learned on a video game. Right. Some old Crash Bandicoot spinning ass Tasmanian devil shit and was able to get over to Peter and then I think he ended up in a headlock and then they're knocking over all their goddamn, you know, Apple shit and their Hewlett Packards and all their fucking shit is flipping over. That's a big nigga. I mean, giant. I didn't realize that 
he apparently had a knife, Peter. Um, but this is what I read. This was um, young Maddie's statement. Is, is as oh, yeah, I'm rewatching it now. Damn, look at these niggas. Matella said, I have not signed a release waiver granting Radio 1, Peter Thomas, or any media outlet legal permission to use my image or likeness for any commercial and non-commercial purposes. I sustained injuries during the altercation, the cutting. The leaked footage adds insult to my injuries. Cease mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, no more insult than you added yourself. I mean, you... I mean, you put yourself in this situation, but okay, sis. I mean, you literally incited the fight. Right. Like, you are the one who jumped over to attack Uncle Ben. Like, after being asked over and over to sit your black ass down. Right. That young lady and whoever was behind her, like, it was a group effort to get you to not do that, and you did it anyway. And he's allegedly Jamaican, so for you to think that he didn't have a blade on him. I was going to say match Jamaican, because that don't sound right. No. (laughs) No. Right. Um, When I heard about Peter and that blade, I said, yep. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds about right. Cease and desist notices were issued by my attorney, and at this juncture, we're <laughs> I love juncture. We're prepared to move forward with legal action. I mean, well, you better do what you can, honey, because I don't expect you to be returning to um, the new season of mm-hmm. that show. Yeah, I think she's done. Amen, because... Khadijah don't need you. Speaking of which... I remember when we first heard about that fight, and I was really eager for the video to come out, and it wasn't as... It wasn't a fight fight. You know how I really like fights. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, they didn't really have the chance to really go. It was a tussle. It. Yeah. It was a it was a brief tussle. So yeah. not as violent as I would have liked to see, but the addition of a switchblade <laughs> saved the quality of the it fight. It made it interesting. <laughs> right. I mean there's no visible bloodshed that I remember, but Yeah, no, unfortunately. I just relooked. But you know, without a blade, this fight would have been like not even worth the blogs. So also, apparently not returning to the show. Andy Cohen has confirmed that nobody wants to film with uh, Phaedra Parks. Hmm. And so they are allegedly trying to figure out what the hell that means and how one would shoot a show about a, quote, group of friends when no one is speaking to one of the friends. Now, here's the um, here's one of the first lies I want to address. Okay. These women are not friends. These women are coworkers. Right. And we have said this one million times. If they were friends, they would be trying to figure out how to make that happen again. They aren't because they don't give a fuck about this bitch. So, (laughs) you know, like the the deal here is to just allow allow me the one blessing of never seeing Phage Parks on TV ever again. Mm -hmm. I mean, bad enough you put her on that fucking then and now show talking about Beyonce. <laughs> oh yeah, I For saw like that half like half an hour. Wait a minute. Ugh, y'all got the nerve to put the same, this bitch in the same segment we in gross. Yeah. <laughs> I did not appreciate that. But oh, you know, is is Andy saying that nobody wants to film with Phaedra or nobody will film with Phaedra cuz that's a, a very important distinction. And I feel like if he wants to, he could definitely force Sheree into taping with Phaedra because Sheree will do whatever it takes to maintain that peach. She got to finish that basement. I don't think that Sheree, Sheree probably be one of the few people who will straight up be like, yeah, girl, yeah, me, do it. I <laughs> right. got a whole bunch of bones in my back pocket. I've been waiting. You can come over to the chateau. We can go to your house and turn the air on. It's either way. The basement finished. <laughs> Sheree not going to fuck up the status of that peach. So I feel like they can find somebody to tape with Phaedra if that's what they really need. It's pro- it sounds more like we just don't, we can't deal with Phaedra. The, the legal implications are too much. They'll figure it out because, I mean, after 
the beauty of that Karen King live Instagram moment oh, that I missed happened, it. I believe, yesterday. Oh, you can find a video on YouTube somewhere. It's about an hour long. Oh, you okay. Can, <laughs> you can skim through it. You're sure to find a gem. You're like, you don't have to watch the whole thing. The fact that KK is not in prison astounds me every week. We need to change her name to Kiki. Because that's what I do. I can't believe it. Paige, you need to call her and be like, what's your secret? <laughs> she went off on Tommy from Love, Love and Hip Hop for an hour straight. But one of the oh, things her that daughter? But it was very interesting. Like, she kind of put a lot of the behind-the-scenes shit of reality. I mean, the Love and Hip Hop uh, franchise, anyway. But I can't imagine uh, too many of them are different in the way that they operate. They're probably just not as desperate and thirsty and horribly produced. Yeah, that one is just so blatantly fake. But she said, you know, there were moments where producers were coming to them and telling her what to say in the confessional about what person. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like... She basically confirmed what many people have said and thought, which is that these people are telling you, say this, say that, whatever. So, yes, it's nothing for it. Like, if they're just dying to have Miss Parks back because Aiden demands it, then, yeah, it's nothing for him to be like, okay, sure, now look, if you don't film with her, we're going to pay you a third of what we offered you initially because we can't. We're the white people. And so Sheree's just going to go people. and do it, you know? So, yeah. But I, just I don't even don't... think you have to twist her arm. I think you just have to be like, we need someone to film with Phaedra, and we don't really have to want to take anybody's peach away. free at 930 tomorrow. <laughs> right. Where do you want us to go? But I also just don't think that she's even that interesting or, or you know, I don't think there's like a huge campaign to bring her back anyway. So if nobody wants to film with her, I'd imagine it would just be that. Maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part because I really never want to see Phaedra again so that we can get back to the main focus of getting rid of Kenya. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right about that. I think the only thing people want to see out of Phaedra is somebody forcing her to talk about what happened. It's never going to happen. Because she didn't do she didn't do that at the reunion. It wasn't good enough. And I think people are like, if she comes back, all I want to see is a scene with Nene, possibly Candy, Portia. Kenya can stay wherever the fuck she's at. She does not need to be invited. But and and maybe um what's the tall pretty one? Cynthia. Maybe Cynthia <laughs> to have someone calm who's Cynthia not going to be all up in the mix, somebody who can kind of regulate has a to little be bit. The new you think so? She better find a couple of bones, <laughs> not just them cheap bones. <laughs> oh yeah, cuz we have we have too many girls here who can just kind of be whatever. But yeah, I think Cynthia it's just storyline was barely interesting this season. Her looking for her house. Her house was pretty. I mean, yeah, but that was a couple of episodes and the rest of it was, I'm over Peter, but I'm totally not over Peter, but I'm sort of over Peter, but I'm just so tired of this. And then she gave him a Bible on his birthday. Yeah. And that's when and, I was like, And dating. And, and Kenya being a dick and throwing that divorce party and making me be on Phaedra's side for 30 seconds. Because, bitch, how dare you throw a divorce party for me when I don't know you like that? And it's just not a thing that everybody wants to celebrate. But, yeah, I think they if Phaedra does come back, it's going to have to be a situation like that where it's, it's the real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, bitch, you did this brunch or whatever so i don't know we'll see we'll see but probably not because it sounds like it's just too much going on with phaedra for them to even risk bringing her back candy burris has been approved by a judge well to have her counter lawsuit for defamation against johnny winston (laughs) uh go through in court this is for him allegedly breaching a non-disclosure agreement when he got on the Real Housewives. Yes, I bet he forgot told he all her that. business. I'm <laughs> sure he did. You know what I'm saying? But either way, again, these people are most 
if you're not a dummy and you're not working with complete sharks, mm-hmm. you're going to get a little something. And a little something is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And in the eyes of most of these people, like, just the opportunity. KK was claiming that homegirl Tommy was doing a bunch of episodes of Love and Hip Hop and they weren't paying her. I don't know why. And uh, I can't imagine that's legal. I'm sure she was. What? But I, a girl like Tommy seemed like she would gladly go on reality TV that's for what the I'm exposure. Saying. That's what I'm saying. For the chance. So fucking NDA. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I'm going to do it. Oh, you're not going to sue me. I home. mean, I think she, she probably lost that paperwork anyway. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, her head gayed and filed that shit. <laughs> like, actually, I know exactly I where it is. I don't have to keep the paper. <laughs> on my own person. We're going like, right down the Fulton County Courthouse and filing this lawsuit, bitch. You got us fucked up. So, you know, what seems uh, to have happened is that young Johnny was, Lord. you know, upset about the way things ended and felt like he should have gotten way more money overall than he was accepting. That's the important word Accepting, here. right. The rate that you knew you would be paid. Right. but And you accepted, mm-hmm. but you feel like you should have made more. Now, Candy has not denied that she was paying him a little bit of nothing. Mm-hmm. But she also says, I but paid she you. she also says, <laughs> right. I paid you what you asked. Well, not what you asked for, but what, like you what you, what you agreed to be paid. Mm-hmm. So that means that this is what I told you you were getting. You said yes and worked for it. I gave you all of that. I don't mm-hmm. see how... She can be sued for that. We'll right. see how things played out. I mean, you However, planned her her over the top techie ass wedding, and that's fine. And you probably did not get paid enough to do everything you did in association with her wedding. But I mean, that's kind of like not to be all blame the victim or whatever, but that's kind of like a lesson learned situation. Yeah. Like, so you know, in the future, bitch, I'm not taking on no extra projects without us talking about my extra check. Like that's just what that is. You should have just taken that L to yourself, learned from it, and moved on. But no, you had to go on TV being messy with Phaedra's ass. The fact that Phaedra is the one you met with should have let you know that you was fucking up. That should have been your clue. Because guess who going to be next? Don't like I would not be shocked at all if Candy sued Phaedra be. and Portia. I wouldn't She's be surprised at all. There is a beauty and a Why would you sue somebody who don't have no money? I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Suing this, uh, suing this little Johnny boy is whatever. But Portia and Phaedra actually have... Well, Phaedra might not, to be honest. She probably paying restitution. But Portia should at least have some money. Like, nah, you bitches is going to pay me for the shit you did. For the for the pain you caused. Nah, fuck y'all. Um, You know, TV. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Or we won't. American Idol coming back. We discussed briefly. Apparently, they've named two judges already. One of them being Chris Daughtry, who lost one of the seasons. Um, I think he came in fourth place. But didn't he have a band? Yeah, I think he had a band named Daughtry. Called Daughtry, yeah. And they and had they a few songs. they were, like, pretty big. Yeah. They he was one a... of the losers that ended up being more successful than the winner. Honestly, American Idol put out quite a few people who had a decent little run. And, you know, some some bona fide stars as well. So I'm not totally opposed to former Idol winners coming back as judges. Where's the Rube? Oh, Ruben stuttered. Somewhere still being sorry for 13 years ago. Sorry for 2004. When I first heard sorry for 2004, I said, this is not going to age well, my brother. Sweetie. And I don't want to mess up no more. This song won't make any sense. (laughs) This is my sorry for 
2004. What if he ain't shit and he's like, like his baby mom just something troll him and like, bitch, is sorry for 2017 too? <laughs> you worthless bitch. Yes, can you imagine being Ruben Stutter's wife? Like, uh, yeah, I know you were sorry back then, nigga, but be sorry for October 2016 right. when you left the trash in the house all day and I you came better home. Be sorry for Tuesday, May 18th, bitch. <laughs> when I had to come home and take this goddamn, these chops out the freezer myself. <laughs> yes, be sorry for that time the curtain rod fell and I had to put it back up by my damn self because for three days you told me baby I'll get to it right <laughs> I think he's probably somewhere with kids and a wife and, and happy you know Hopefully living a low key really regular happy. life I, I remember being so. really happy when he beat that white boy that I remember white being boy, really happy Clay, Clay Aiken disgusted anyway because Clay Aiken lost and the streets were living he was on the cover of everything they were acting yeah. like Ruben he still won yeah because <laughs> when you're white and you lose you still win so yes. right, but I was happy for Ruben. And just Clay like looked I was magically happy. delicious from the very beginning. Oh, yeah, Clay never made it a secret. Unlike what's his face, Lance. Oh, I was discussing. God the fact bless that he Lance. Looks like a, a leprechaun, but that too. Mm-hmm. Sure. I had a crush. I should have known because in sync, I had a crush on Justin first, then Lance, and throughout my life, I have historically had crushes on gay boys. So I should have known then that Lance was a homosexual. But I had a crush on Justin, and I never strayed from Justin until he decided that he wanted to be a new addition or whatever. And I was when he like, decided his curly hair made him half black. <laughs> When he got them cornrows and put that oh, God, it was his forehead, bad. I was like, I'm done. Remember when they did that song with Black? Oh, baby, that bring was it on to me. Oh, it, no, I thought it was the whole NSYNC. It was just no, JC. It was definitely just oh, JC. Oh, wow. I thought it was all of them. And I think on some places it was like labeled as featuring NSYNC, but it was definitely JC. Uh, Shazé or Chazes or yeah. however the fuck you say his goddamn name. <laughs> I think he's talking about is it my thug appeal or whatever. My I was Tim's, like, my baggy jeans, my, my thug, thug appeal. appeal. I said, JC, <laughs> get lost. Do you like it when a man can't keep it real? To this day, I can't handle that goddamn song. I think he's put something on Instagram the other day about being back in the studio, new music coming or something Who like did? that. JC did. No thanks. Man, wild that Justin. Well, I mean, I guess I knew Justin was going to be their Beyonce. But... One of the most iconic judges of America's best dance crew. Huh. Okay. Well, I never watched that. So, Oh, yes, I did. Little Mama used to be on America's best dance crew. You know, Bow Wow's had a lot of jobs. <laughs> You know, new one on WeTV. You ain't shit. Uh, so Kevin Hart is having a baby. Yay! With his one. wife, Aniko Parrish. They announced via the gram, I believe, a few days ago. Um, so naturally, the media wants to know has, how his first baby mama feels about it. I don't know how Tori found herself on TMZ talking about this or why she would do that to herself. Mm-hmm. But she... Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, she seemed to be very happy for them. She didn't say anything negative. uh, But she also made sure to mention that they never told her. And she found out through Instagram like everybody else did. And that her children, her kids, knew... And they told her after she found out that they had to keep it a secret. (laughs) I kind of love it. Because I was going to say the only reason to tell your baby mama is so that the kids know they have a sibling coming. But if you told the kids and was like, don't tell your mama, then I'm not really mad at that. I'm not really. Because it's, 
first of all, you it's not like you need to know. I mean, you do, but you don't. And it's kind of a, I don't know. It makes me think of when I was a kid, me and my mama would go places. Like, we would go to Sonic and she would be like, we're going to eat this foot long and have us some slushies and don't tell your daddy. That is not <laughs> even almost the same thing. But it's because you memories. are not taking foot longs <laughs> and slushies home and raising them bitches for 18 goddamn years <laughs> as your sister and brother. It is not the I same. mean, but that's his wife. You have to assume eventually they're probably going to have children. But that child is also your ex-wife's mm-hmm. kid sibling. I mean, but you I found just, out. It's not like the kids, at least the kids knew. To actively tell them kids, don't tell your mama. Well, I guess it depends on if it was like a malicious thing or like a less play. It probably joke. wasn't. I mean, she was acting like it wasn't. So a she was. Thing. She said she was happy that the children, the children were excited. Yeah. So she like apparently left the bounce. Like, you either are really great at acting and faking the funk, or you just gonna let me be the petty one, bitch. Because I would have. And this is exactly why. A, I'm glad to have a uh, twig and berries. Sorry. And Can't say I blame you. B, I'm not rushing to have children with nobody. Because I know that if I had a working uterus, I'd have probably five kids by now. So <laughs> just being honest. I'm just being serious. And it's just or at I least can't, five pregnancies. I feel like there is a certain there just has to be you have to be on the same wavelength with not just who you are married to at the time or having a child with at the time, but the family. And if she, if she's behaving the way that she's behaving in this video, I just wonder why. Because if she would have come on TMZ and been like, this is why these raggedy motherfuckers ain't never been shit, blah, 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 then I would have been like, well, that's why they didn't tell you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right. But she's been like, they've been taking pictures together recently and stuff. And I completely understand keeping... Like, this is your wife now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and treasuring that relationship and letting the past be what it is. Mm-hmm. But you acting like Tori Hart is never going <laughs> to see this baby. You acting like they're never going to be. You know what I'm saying? Every time you say Tori Hart, I think of Tori Bricks. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Tori Bricks is Young and May's thing. That's why I don't know who that is. Like, who cares? <laughs> um... Uh, she's so pretty for she everybody is. who thinks I'm hating on her. I I'm think not. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she looks that, like a Bratz doll, right? Yeah, she's. I mean, she's she's the gorgeous Instagram girl that you've seen a Every million times. One of them, right? Yeah, okay, she's cool. that girl. Um, so I had a really dark joke. I'm not gonna tell it. Okay, it, it's that bad. It's like people are gonna judge you bad. Yeah, okay. it's, it's heinous. Okay, well then, well then let it go. It's not like we're never going to listen to this show again, Bad. It's just like, what's wrong with it's you? Because sometimes you can take it to a negative place. That's all right. Sometimes. <laughs> Frequently. I hold back. I think that, um, you know, I just, I don't, I, I, I wonder what stopped them from just casually being like, oh, we're having a baby. There must be more. So she must mm-hmm. flip out or something. And she was just making it seem like she wouldn't. Because I just, I, even if you were happy for them, like, why are you talking to TMZ about it? Did they call you and ask you for her? Well, you know they did. You know what I mean? <laughs> but why not just be like, oh, no, I don't have to do that. Yeah. So I didn't see this video of TMZ. She's just kind of talking about it like whatever. She's not like You know like how they have, nothing. they call into the celebrities or... I did not know they did that. I thought they ran up on people on the street. They be FaceTime. Well, they do that too still. But they FaceTime the fuck out of the ones who actually want to well, talk to them. answer the phone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they be sitting on their like lanai or whatever and just like, oh, yes. Hey, I used girl. to know John F. Kennedy or whatever. Yeah. So that's what they did with her. And she just acted like she was excited or whatever. But apparently, you know. 
Kevin Hart and his light skinned wife are having a baby, and that's, you know, to be celebrated and excited. And that baby will probably be, you know, close to Assad, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Come on, you know, close to Assad. Kevin Hart is wealthy. I don't know. I think it's somebody with a uterus. If I was over my man, and him and his wife had a baby and they told my kid, but not me, I would not be upset because the person who really needs to know is my child. That's their sibling on the way. So if Kevin and his wife sat my kid down and was like, we have a really exciting announcement, but it's a really big secret. You can't tell nobody, not even mama. I would just take that as like a them thing and not let my feelings be involved in that because I think it's kind of cute, you know, but if they hadn't told me or my kids, then I would be pissed if we found out on Instagram. That's just how I'm looking at it. <laughs> if I was over my baby daddy, I wouldn't give a shit. If he this told is me why I know I don't need to have children, period, and or ever. It's well, I mean, much. niggas are crazy and garbage, so. And that's why, I'm, not only am I glad to be male, I'm glad to be gay. Because I can just go buy one whenever I'm ready and then just do it by myself. Like, <laughs> Oh, go buy a have... baby. I thought you meant a man, but shit, you could do that, too. Yeah, whichever. <laughs> whichever one you want to do, to be totally honest. Because these niggas out here don't give a fuck, man. Actually, don't even get me started because I'm in my feelings and I'll rant. But, yeah. Niggas ain't shit, so you do whatever you want to do, friend. You be happy. Um, speaking of calling into TMZ, Monique had some more things to say. Oh, I didn't even talk Father about God. Katy Perry being an American Idol judge. That's how little I care. Let me oh, just right, she's quickly... the other judge, right? Okay, so a, I don't give a fuck about Katy Perry. Yeah, B, that's I valid. more than likely never will give a fuck about Katy Perry. It's also valid. Um, I'm again confused as to why. Uh why they're choosing certain type of performers to be judges for an for like a singing contest. And so I say Katy Perry can't sing. I, I guess mean, maybe because I just no. don't care about her or, you know, really go out of my way to listen to her music. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a proper scope of that. But I mean, I Katy Perry is just not one to judge vocals. Chris Daughtry, okay. Like, you might not really have a career now. I don't remember if you can sing. But at least you I used to be on this show. You won it before. You lost. Okay. Well, you lost. But you, you won a career out of it. Sure. So, okay. It makes sense for you to return to Idol. But Katy Perry? She's too busy worshipping Hot Cheetos and uh, doing uh. songs and videos with Migos. I've never heard that song. I will never hear yeah, that Yeah, I song. haven't pressed play on that yet either. I've never I just watched won't the video. It. I want nothing to do with it. Like, just because you don't cuss like Miley don't mean that I don't see it. Oh, God, don't get started on Miley. They got the same haircut now, too. <laughs> talking about she wish she had never did Wrecking Ball and she'll never live that down. Bitch, Wrecking Ball is your best song. That's one thing I agree with you about. I came in like a Wrecking Ball. If there's anything Miley and I can agree on, it's that. No, I love that song. Actually, Miley's music is not what bothers me about her. It's Miley herself. But Katy Perry being invited I to judge both. anyone's vocal ability is just garbage. She can sing. She just can't mm. sing to a place. Mm. I I know that there will be, like, the top 10 will all probably be be able to sing better than she can. Right. That's the thing. Like, I mean, I guess it would be worse for her to be on The Voice, where it is literally all about your ability. The girls can be mad at this all they want to but I'm just gonna point it out okay we shade Katy Perry all we want to but I believe that Jennifer Lopez was an American Idol judge for uh, like two three times okay but we all protested <laughs> Jennifer Lopez judging anyone's vocal ability to do a damn thing we all did that that was actually disrespectful Nicki Minaj also what is Nicki doing Nicki Case I know y'all love it y'all live for when Nicki does a little simple ass melody on her records but it's the truth. just nothing Nicki is nobody's She's not a singer, so 
for Nicki Minaj to be on Idol, like Idol accepts rappers, which also has never happened. It's just like, what are you doing here? It just didn't. I'll be the worst contestant ever because one of you bitches say anything but positivity about my performance. I don't care if I was trash that day or not. Right. I'm going to vocally in front of however many people in that goddamn arena on the microphone be like, <laughs> yeah, okay, girl, yeah, so what you think? <laughs> like, next? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine. Better than you, bitch. So what else? Katy Perry, I just don't get. Like, you're releasing singles and and doing those shitty recipe videos on Facebook and... And now you're doing American Idol. And it's like, are, is your career over or not, sis? Are you putting out singles and an album? Like, are you still doing music? Or are you just saying, fuck it? Like, you about to be on reality TV competition shows and shit like that now? Like, I don't really understand what her team is doing. I don't get the direction American Idol, I think, and The Voice, like, these singing competitions are, I think, they're, like, trying to convince a lot of these stars. It's like, hey, like, you're still, like, this is the reality-ish show that you do when you're still a star. Like, this isn't a D-list one like that dancing shit. Like, we hire like <laughs> But I feel like Dancing ones. with the Stars is trying to improve its image too. Getting in people who are still fairly relevant as opposed to just the oldest washed up niggas like Simone Biles has what? They're all the same six, seven gold medals. just someone celebrity or not who's using a TV platform to to get where they want to promote other things that they're doing yeah so whether you a big star or a small star or nobody ever heard of you like it's been seasons of these shows where it'll be someone who's like a, like a Mariah Carey Mariah Carey was on stage next yeah. to Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj and Nicki Minaj was not even Nicki Minaj was a huge star at the time but she's come so much further since then you she know was a pretty saying? big she was star. still wearing them crazy wigs and stuff yes, like that yes she was she was still dressing In ridiculous fact, her wig upgrade happened on the show. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Because she came into the show with them crazy cotton candy wigs and stuff that she was wearing all of the time. And then by the time they got like a live studio audience and shit, Mama had switched over to that guy who I think his name's Oscar. I don't know if he still does her hair. But she had like the bone straight shit and was trying to, you know, have a part. Yeah. Every time I see her now on Instagram or something, she has hair down to her ass. And I I'm like, like I know Kid Fury's living for this. I, <laughs> I know you do. I do. I no, I don't know why. Every time I see her with long ass hair, I'd be like, like, I know you love it. 90 inches. I'm like, yes, queen. I, I don't know why. I don't. I'm gay. Do like, not we love live for long, women like wavy. that. <laughs> Y'all it looks love it. so inconvenient. Like, all I'm thinking about when I think, when I see it, it's like, how do you manage all of this? It has this? to be a wig, man. A sew-in would be Ooh, yeah. so annoying. But then where do you put it? Do you, like, bag it up? Uh, is it the wig crypt? But maybe only Beyonce has a wig crypt, a temperature-controlled, humidity control controlled room with Her a password crib. and a fingerprint. You gotta Beyonce's have touch ID. Look like the library <laughs> and the page master. You gotta have a retina scan to get into Beyonce's right. wig crib. Bitch, I spent 10000 minimum on each one of my pieces. These aren't even wigs anymore, bitch. The one These that got caught in the fan is behind like a, a, a glass. <laughs> I bet she does have iconic wigs in a glass, though. Yeah, like, she probably does. I will never wear her again. This was dangerously in love. <laughs> This Mitch put me on the map. <laughs> when she does like her like 2020 documentary in her 50s or whatever, mm -hmm. she's going to walk us through all of those things. Right. And we'll see all of those iconic wigs behind glass. I mean, honestly, like, I do that to myself now. Like I look at Beyonce performances 10, 15 years ago and I'm like, this bitch knew about lace fronts before the rest of us. Because now I look at Beyonce's old wigs and I'm like, this was clearly a lace front. And by today's standards, this would be horrible. But back then we thought it was gorgeous. It was a wreck. And in another 10 years, y'all going to find Finally have a hold of whatever wig 
technology Beyonce is going to be using now. By then, her real hair is going to be down Talk to her it. ankles. I remember the crunk and disorderly days where yes! we always at crunktastical.net. Beyonce really was on the yes. forefront of the, the lace front movement. She was. She really was. Like she, That bitch, she had everybody confused. How does she do it? <laughs> like, well, you girls were still making wigs on your kneecaps. Beyonce was out here with a full lace, and you girls were trying to figure out how that mm-hmm. happened. And eventually, she was like, mm, got to step up to the neck. Got to keep these hoes on their toes. She moved to whatever invisible shit she's doing now. Wow. <laughs> when lace fronts got into everybody's beauty supply, and you could get a lace front for $22. And so... Now I think she just has, like, an app. I mean, probably like so. Like an app that you press a button, and then you, it, you like, pick the length, and it just grows out of the wig. Yeah. But seriously, if you know how to make one of Beyonce's custom-ass wigs, or if you know of a company that does that, hit us up at the asktherita.gmail.com, because I am standing in deep, deep need of a high-quality straight wig. Because what I will not do is press my hair. I will not put heat on it. But sometimes, you know, I want to change it. I want to fuck with it or whatever. And so I need a really good wig. And I feel like Beyonce has the market on that locked down. Those One of those wigs has to cost $10,000. I mean, and, and, and so that's why I have saved and budgeted. There is money set aside for this. I'm ready for your deposits and your consultations or whatever. But I know that, like... You cannot have that kind of high quality and trying to blend your shit and humidity and all that. It's just not going to work with cheap ass wigs. So I'm going to need something she really nice. Like shy away from leaping off of a yacht into the fucking that, Right, the bitch goes into the fucking... <laughs> she goes, Beyonce like swan dives into the Indian Ocean with her wig on. You're like, oh. It comes right back up and then has chocolate covered Sherry's Berries. <laughs> On the back of her fucking yes. yacht. Yes, shout out to with Sherry's the wig. Right I got some for my mama for her fucking. I got some for my Mother's mama Day. too for Mother's Day. And my daddy sent me two pictures of her eating the shit. <laughs> my mama hit me up and was like, "These is too good. I got to share with some coworkers, girl, because a dozen. You know, you played me, sending me twelve of these. I said, Are "You welcome. You welcome, mama." The only thing my mama really wanted was a check. To be mom. real, I asked her That's when after I deposited it at her bank, I asked her if she wanted like a real gift, and she was like, "Send me an e card." <laughs> I said, "Girl, like I guess if you want to do something, where else. do you even find an e card at?" Girl, who knows? Google. <laughs> what was to say? Back in the day, I remember sending e cards, but that was back when they were like brand new. Anyway, Beyonce and these. No, we weren't even talking about Beyonce. What was the real topic? Uh, Beyonce's always the real topic. I feel like she's about to give birth. I feel like it's going to be this week or next. Yeah, I do feel like it's it's, it's soon. right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's coming up soon. I like know they went out for there. Mother's Day, but she hasn't posted anything for a while. Yeah, she's been quiet. I wouldn't be surprised if she had the babies at home this time with like a doula or Solange or Blue Ivy. Or all. <laughs> Everybody, to be honest. <laughs> like, bitch, it's time to wash up and get in your scrubs. Once they start crowning, you can actually hit this blunt bitch. Now do this. We ain't getting you no epidural. Blue Ivy supervising the whole thing. Like, I won't touch the children, but I need to make sure that y'all deliver my siblings in a way that I deem acceptable. Bitch, I'm honestly so jealous of these fetuses inside Beyonce. I want to be one of them so bad. I really do. Bitch, what if they are identical and they both look just like Blue I mean, there's a great I'll die. chance of that. I'll die. I'll die. I feel boy, die. girl. I do feel boy, Even girl. Even if they're fraternal, like, just the fact that there will be three mini Beyonce's running around. And then I saw something today about her and her husband being officially worth $1.2 billion or something. Yeah, like, She's 300-something million, and he's 810, I believe. See, and I saw that, and I was like, that sounds really off. 
But I guess Jay Z has been a, all of the properties. Jay Z has, has put out like right, right. Jay Z done put out like twenty albums. God only knows how many companies he runs. That's why he pays the girls dust because every year Jay Z done started this or bought stake in this or bought all a hundred percent of this or just opened that. And you girls be sick every single time, but he takes his money and when he's done, he keeps it moving. Like right. so, and even still with eight hundred million some dollars on on Lemonade, Beyonce. Was like you can keep your little money because I've got my own. Got my own. You got your money, and that's cute or whatever. But I'm also paid. What do you do with eight hundred <laughs> million? What do you do with three hundred? You put your, you I make your daughter CEO of your record label. Hundred dollars. <laughs> do you know how I would ball out across the street to Dwayne Reed? Dwayne Reed right now, if I just randomly if somebody was like, here's three hundred dollar pills. You like, oh, I'm getting all the band aids and lipstick I could have ever asked Everything for. Bitch, I I'm getting cotton pads house. and real pads. I'm getting the chocolate and the vanilla Oreos bitch like what i'm Everything. getting all my pictures printed out none of you hoes could take me i finally bought picture paper like photo paper for the printer they make that yeah. <laughs> yes and like i mean you can get it anywhere i'm sure but like on amazon i'm am- <laughs> all amazon. the barber kicked in yes um yes you don't want to you don't want to drink monique had a lot to say about whiskey sours or coke lee daniels oprah winfrey and tyler perry so where was this where was this was she was it like a show yes she had a comedy show okay um do you want some of this no i'm good okay it was in i don't know the exact city that she was in either way she was doing a stand-up show and she mentioned that one thing that she always hears about or is always asked about now is the conversation of her being blackballed that she had oh yeah after precious yeah i think it was a few years ago now that she talked about that but just a quick recap basically she said that after precious um the industry blackballed her and that basically Lee Daniels, Oprah Winfrey, and Tyler Perry uh, perpetuated the idea that she was very difficult to work with and that she was not, uh, Lee Daniels said, playing the game. He actually said that out of his own mouth. I can't remember who was interviewing him. Was it Well, I can believe King? that. I can because Gabby opens her book with a story about how Lee Daniels says something out of pocket. Oh, I believe it too. So no, I'm talking about the interview that I watched. Oh, okay. Where he was discussing this and he said that she didn't want to play the game. And I actually remember being really uncomfortable about how he was wording it because it sounded like essentially what he was saying was that she needed to please these white people and fall in line and basically follow <laughs> the rules and do uh, what they expect you to do. And she didn't want to. Anyway, big hubbub. I'm sure we talked about it on the show and you can certainly Google. For no, we definitely show. didn't. We didn't? Uh, and this just came out a few days ago. No, she talked about this Oprah, this precious thing forever. Ago. Oh, you mean like years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That story is what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. But she brought it up again during a show. I guess it's part of her act now. Okay. But it was very fiery. And she accused Oprah, Tyler, and Lee Daniels of having no balls um, to blackball her. Well, of course, Oprah don't have no like. balls, girl. Her balls are internal. They're called ovaries. Metaphoric balls. <laughs> Um, I, I feel great, friend. Are you sure you don't want to do this? I'm fantastic. Okay. Um, 
so she also spoke to TMZ about this and basically said, you know, stand up and she referenced Richard Pryor and how he always told the truth and she's doing the same thing. Whatever. All we'll right, see how sis. far it gets to Monique. <laughs> I actually really, really love Monique. She's one of my favorite comics. Yeah. Um, and it sucks that when she did whatever, that show at the prison. I love I have I it. said that's a real bitch right there. And it was one of the that was when she was like <laughs> the Monique show, like merged yeah. into that my babies thing. And yeah. it was like half preachy. Skinny women are funny. evil. <laughs> um I bought that book too. I did not, but now I kinda wanna read it. it was everybody's like, read. it's a reverse body shaming. Please shut up. You sound like white people complaining about reverse racism. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> it was a decent book. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah, I just, for whatever reason, whether she actually was difficult or not, she says that, she, well, her husband <laughs> said that she was too busy eating crab legs with Lee Daniels watching the takes uh, <laughs> on the set for her to have been difficult. Uh, I would just like to see more of Monique in film and television and stuff. I think that she's funny and she's also a really good actor and so it sucks. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they're going to have to straighten that out for whatever, for what it's worth out of the three that she came for. You know, Oprah is the only one that I actually give a fuck about coming out unscathed. And she will. I was going to say, there's no scathe. You cannot scathe Oprah. You can scathe a (laughs) blade of grass in her enchanted kingdom. Because at 1.2 billion that Jay Z and Beyonce work together, Oprah has by herself and then some. She blows her nose in that. (laughs) She's like, oh, are you just not getting to a billion? Oh, as a couple? Oh, how precious. So cute. I picked the president. I was stressed out about this uh, this graduation speech I'm doing next week. And then I log on to Instagram and Oprah posts a picture of her doing one and then says, one down, nine to go. Like, bitch, I'm doing 10 speeches this season alone. And I had to cap it at 10 because, you know, if I didn't, the girls would invite me all over the fucking country. And I don't have time. And I just can't do it. So I'm picking 10 schools that I kind of haven't been to before. And it just puts so much into perspective for me. Like, if Oprah can write or have written 10 speeches, I can do this one. God bless. Shonda Rhimes has confirmed that next season of Scandal will be the last season of Scandal. Oh, bitch. I really Um, appreciate when shows go out on a high. I actually agree. I'm not sad about this at all. First of all, I haven't watched Scandal in like... You missing this Maybe season. three months. You missing this season, my nigga. I'll you get missing into it, it eventually. Oh, bitch. This last episode, I'm not going to talk about it because I know how you hoes are with spoilers, but bitch. And I said during the episode, they setting us up for next season being the final season. And it is just a mess. Like, everybody that you love to hate is back and, and people is fucking again that ain't fucked in a few years. And it's just... I don't want to talk too much about it, but... When I went to uh, Shonda Rhimes, when her Year of Yes book was coming out and she had, like, a, a this big Q&A here in the city and the moment I found out about it, I rushed and bought a ticket and got the book and I went there and she talked about the show being... Well, knowing that the show was going to come to an end, like, back then. This was maybe... See two seasons ago? I was going to say, I remember season two or three, her saying, I already know how Scandal's going in. Yeah, like, she said it up on the stage. She's like, I know the ending of the show. I know how yeah. it's ending. And, so. You know, 
So I'm, you know, I'm oh, glad that they're going to just wrap it up. My body is ready. Yeah. Rather than letting it fizzle out and then suck and then, you know, canceling it because it's not good anymore. Right. Don't let it get to the point where people are like, oh, God, why is Scandal still on, you know, or whatever else. If you know that, kind of like how I always bring this up when, when talk of TVs and cancellation comes along. But when Fresh Prince went off the air, I was devastated and I could not figure out why they did that when the show was so popping. And Will Smith did an interview that said he wanted to cancel this show. While it while they were on top, you know, don't let it get to the point where it jumps the shark and it gets so bad and people are like, oh god, this should have been cut three seasons ago, you know. Right. So I feel Many like scandal. Right. I mean, and Carrie Washington is clearly interested in staying home with her husband and having kids, so let's let her do that. No shade. I still ain't seen a picture of either one of her children. That's how you do it. I mean, I'm honestly inspired. Carrie went to Shonda and was like, look, not only am I loving motherhood, but I'm also loving these boots getting knocked into infinity and beyond. Yeah. So I can't. I promise you that I won't do I haven't heard her husband's name since he retired from the NFL. That was one smart nigga. He said, oh, no, Kerry Washington, bitch, I'm gone. What? It's Groupies, handled. football, I don't give a shit about you. It's Five, handled. six, hut, nigga, get the <laughs> We've got it taken care of. I love it. So good for Scandal for going out, you know, when people actually still give a shit about it. And everything now going on is just, so, it's so much, man. It's so much. But it's all goodness. What are you going to fill our hearts with now besides how to get away with murder, Shonda? This just leaves a huge TV lane open. Scandal is like... Scandal is scandal. You know, Grace is still alive, but (laughs) I feel like I haven't... Lord God. I just can't... The catch got canceled, reasonably. (laughs) Who did? The catch. I don't know her. That was another Shonda Land show. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. Well, maybe. I mean, so here's the thing. Sometimes you have a moment, you have a wave, and then it's over. And you get the chance to sit down, take a look at everything you've accomplished, regroup, and focus on what's coming next. Nobody can deny what Shonda Rhimes has done. Nobody can take that shit from her. So I'm excited to see what Shonda does next. She's a fucking genius. And I'm sure whatever she does is going to be fucking brilliant. Yes. And if she wants to write and produce movies with Jordan Peele or whoever else than Shonda Verne. Oh yes, Shonda Verne. No, I was gonna say bring Shonda on to Queen Sugar, but no, Queen Sugar is fine the way it, yeah, is. it is. Oh my god, I can't wait for that shit to come back. I just want to be in a, a frame. Like I want, like, I want the trailer to come out, and then well, I'm just gonna like take a quick, a quick screenshot of one of these amazing cinematography. I don't. Know. <laughs> No film words. words. Whatever. <laughs> I just want to be like, look, that little tiny speck way off on the other side of that field is me. I'm in Queen Sugar. I mean, or I'll be Nova's assistant, her weed roller, the person who travels with her and takes notes when she's helping out these kids in prison. Could, honestly, like... I don't need to talk. Like, you could put yeah. me in there with the fucking sugar cane films and I'll be fine. I just want to be part of... It's, it's like with Insecure. Like, literally, Issa, you could put me in the background and we got y'all, and I would not care. I want to do it. I just want to be a part, you know? I love how every second of that show could be. Like, you could be watching Queen Sugar, and every minute you could just pause it and blow that 
frame up and then put it on your wall. Oh, yeah. The cinematography <laughs> is gorgeous. It's just... It's just beautiful. I mean, Louisiana is gorgeous. And I feel like but people know... But Ava is great at that. Ava, she's a really great Ava director. Ava is good. But also, she hires different directors. And I think they're all women. But she yep. doesn't even direct every episode. Yeah, Sometimes no. it's even a white woman. And I'm like, oh, my God, a white woman directed this episode? <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Like, I mean, clearly a white woman didn't do the lighting, but a white woman told the story. And, and, and they do a great job. That's the thing. Like, it's consistent across the board. If you haven't watched Queen Sugar Bitch, I don't know what's wrong with you because... Woo! That show is is one of the things I own that I... Bitch, it can't go nowhere. Like, I'll gladly pay top dollar for cable to have instant access to Queen Sugar. It's that good. All right. Well, that's it for Six Side World today. I think yeah. that's uh, quite well. I mean, this is still going to be two hours. But, well, maybe No, not. no, no. We're, we're good. All right. Let's take a break. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad. But that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We are back, and it is now time for listener letters. Father God, send your questions to read at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Um, we have an update this week from the young lady who wrote in and said she's a size 28, and her friend keeps setting her up with crackheads. So you killed her? Um, actually, close to that. So she said, first, I want to thank you for the letter. It gave me the confidence boost that I needed. 
After I heard what y'all said, I decided I deserved a vacation. I planned a quick trip to Mexico to relax on the beach for a couple of days. And I was at work looking at resorts when my friend came in the office. When I told her what I was doing, she started ragging on me, saying I would never, saying she would never go on trips by herself like I do. And said that I would look crazy being by myself. And if I was so picky, if I wasn't so picky, I could have someone to go with me. I'm sure the spirit of both of you jumped in me at that moment. I told her I was sick of her making it seem like my life is horrible just because I'm single. And I'm tired of her trying to hook me up with men when she knows that I deserve better than those losers. I told her she would never hook up any of our thin friends with those men. And she got an attitude and said that as my real friend, she wasn't going to sugarcoat anything for me. She admitted that she wouldn't hook those men up with our thin friends because being thin affords them the opportunity to date whoever they want. But because I'm fat, I don't have that many options. and I need to take what I can get. She said flat out that she's a bitch and you should never speak to her again. She did. I couldn't take it anymore. And I told her to kiss all of my fat ass. There's a huge difference between being single and being lonely. Bitch, that's mother. Fucking it. No. Put on that fat suit. No, when she was on her show and talking about them saying she gained some weight and she was like, You guys can kiss. Yes, I do. Since you're all of like a seven, what are you talking about? Like like kind of thick. Like like (laughs) for her to be trying to like fake rep for the big girls, like since you're not even in plus clothing. Like nobody but some bony white girls called. Stop this. Right, exactly. Uh I told her that she would Oh wait, no, that wasn't it. Um, I told her there's a huge difference between being single and lonely. And as long as I have my own shit, my PlayStation and my passport, I am doing just fine. But the last thing I need is a so-called friend who thinks that I'm inferior or don't deserve the best just because of my size. This happened on Friday. She's called me numerous times and tried to speak to me at work today, but I don't have shit to say to her. And in two weeks, I'll be laying on the beach, sipping a cocktail and enjoying my single fat ass life. Thank y'all so much again. Y'all rock. Love, Gabby. I say fuck her. Right, sis. Like... You like, absolutely you? like think about it, though. Think about it. Would you rather be with a man who feels like he's doing you a favor for being with you or be happy and by your damn self? I wouldn't want to be with a nigga who make who thinks that. And just the same way, I wouldn't want to be with a a friend that thinks they're doing me a favor by hooking me up. with. Yeah, some... no, you definitely don't need her as a friend. And maybe over the weekend she figured out how she was fucking up. But like, sis. No, girl. I just don't want to talk to you. And me be yes, bitch, I'm fat. And it's just the way I am. And if you don't love me how I am, then we don't have nothing to talk about. Your friend is a disrespectful asshole. So. And she's like, she didn't get smacked in the mouth by you. And I would have tried very hard not okay. to smack her. I mean, I guess because you was at work, it would have been worse because you probably would have got fired. Like, how dare you really open your mouth and try to say to me that... You know, they have the luxury of dating whatever, blah, 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 because they're thin. Okay, and they're probably going to use that same luxury to go out and date some fuck nigga that's going to treat them like dirt anyway. And they don't know no better because they measure their life and their worth on whether or not they have a nigga just like you seem to do. Meanwhile, my fat ass is over here enjoying my life (laughs) the way that I am. And that's just fine. And guess what? Contrary to your dumbass belief, sweetheart, it's plenty of niggas, good ones included, mm-hmm. out here who will still see it for me, lay me down, ba- break this back, and shut the fuck up when I need them huh. to, just the way a nigga should. That's really I'll it. be fine, and I'll probably be better off with those type of niggas because I'm going into that situation already knowing who I am and being more than all right with it. Bitch, you work on 
you. you. Right. Because being thin doesn't make you a good person or somebody worthy of being with. And in addition to there being plenty of niggas who like big girls, I'm also fine by my goddamn self. I came in the world alone and I'm gonna leave it by myself. And so if I can be happy in Donald Trump's America by my goddamn self, it ain't Especially nothing you there. can say to me. Right. Okay. Because we going through a lot right now as Americans. And so, bitch, if well, I... I guess a fuck nigga running this country. You think I want one running my life the into the ground, too? is blatant. The treason that is going on in the White House is obvious. Literally everyone fucking knows it. And it's only politics. It's only like the 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 essence of politics that have us in this situation now. But anyway, bitch, if I can be happy alone, I for damn sure don't need you in my life. Like, I don't need somebody who thinks because I'm big, I'm less than thin people or less than her. You can kiss my big ass. Shout out to you for going to Mexico by yourself. Bitch, have fun. Take pictures. I'm jealous. Have a good time. Tell them we're sorry. <laughs> yeah. Remember apologize for our well no <laughs> be like you know you know those whites don't represent me right like i have an american passport but them is white people acting like that not I me. Can't stand them, uh, white people should go to mexico and apologize for their people but uh anyway so our first uh question this week comes from suge avery which is a uh, actually she said call me suge avery or night so you you pick but it says my boyfriend has been seeing a girl for about two years i'm confused already my i'm sorry not my boyfriend i can't read because i'm drunk my brother oh wow has been seeing his girlfriend for two years not even almost he kind of loves her and says he will consider marriage But there's wrong thing that's wrong with her. She dresses like a total fucking bum every day. She always looks okay. terrible. Okay. She literally wears sweatpants and t-shirts every day. She does hair for a living, but yet her hair is always in a sad little ponytail. Oh. The last straw was when she showed up to my brother's birthday dinner in jeans and a t-shirt with no makeup, which sadly was the best we'd seen her in a while. Oh, okay. While all the other women there were dressed to impress. The reason I'm involved is because she and I have become good friends over the last year. Oh. And I like her a lot. Oh, wow. But because Would we're friends. Never guessed. Because we're friends, my brother wants me to tell her that she needs to start putting on some real clothes and stop looking like his laundry day every day. No. She always talks to me about how she wants to be married to my brother, and I know that if she just fixed herself up, she would have a better chance. My question is, how do I tell her that she has to step her game up and stop looking the way she does? My brother is 30 years old, college educated, and a business owner with no children. He dresses very well. But incapable of doing this since damn so. Come the fuck on. Nigga, we not done yet, though. Dresses very well and is a good... Good catch. So again, how do I tell her, bitch, at least comb your hair? Thank you. Love you. Call me Suge Avery or Knight. P.S. I'm still dying that Kid Fury said this nigga Gilbert Arenas looks like a toe knuckle. I mean, he does. I mean, he does. So. Um, I would simply be asking my brother, why do I have to do it? Why am I in this? This is your girlfriend. She and I only just became friends over the past year. Clearly, I met her through you. So if you have a problem with the fact that she's always dressed like it's laundry day, then you should say that to her because you're the one putting your genitals on hers. Like, you see how I'm not? You see how I'm not fucking her? So this is like not my business. I don't get why you feel like this is your place to approach her about. And how do you know that she ain't going to just be like, bitch, mind your business, my nigga like it. Like, Uh, what? Because right. if you haven't said anything to her about this boyfriend, yeah. or if I'm talking your about bro- your brother, yeah, if he hasn't said anything to her about this, 
And she takes offense to you saying that to her, even if you said it in the nicest way. I feel like the first thing she gonna think is, well, I'm getting dick anyway. So <laughs> who's this bitch to tell me that I should go put on a fucking um, romper? Right. Or romp him. So she talks about she wants to be married and the brother is saying, I guess, that the way that she dresses is holding him back from being more serious with her. But your brother, for all the great qualifications you just gave us for him, and I'm sure he's a nice guy, the fact that he won't actually say to her, look, the fact that you dress like this is an issue for me, lets me know that that's the real issue. Furthermore, you judging her for always having her hair in a ponytail when she's a stylist just means to me, like for as far as like the girls I knew growing up in Oklahoma doing hair, if their hair was always pulled back in a bun, that meant them, that meant them bitches was so booked that they didn't have time to sit down in somebody yes. else's chair and do their hair yes. or get up early and do theirs because bitch they in the shop from 7 30 till 9 30 getting everybody's hair done so tunnel and all kinds i fully expect somebody who is great at hair to have very basic hair i've i expect that they're so because you put so much time into it right especially if you don't have like a shampoo girl or something you doing everybody's head yourself like i get it and then most black stylists can't charge a late fee because you know how niggas are but you hoes be strolling in 30 minutes late and usually it's because them bitches and got three people People booked at the same time. I get it. Like now I, that doesn't I mean she it. shouldn't or probably could never, you know, jazz it up and you know do a little something sexy for her man. Right. However, I just don't see why this should be your responsibility to go and tell her. It's not going to carry the same weight, especially if y'all a just started being friends and your bit your friends based off of the relationship that he has with right. your brother. Like if y'all were friends first. And she met your brother through you. Then that would be something else. That would be a little bit different because at least you have a foundation there of something that you can take to her. Like that's just gonna seem it's I it's just gonna seem weird. There's no way I think the odds of her reacting the way that he wants her to react right. are slim to none. I promise. Yeah, if he has that big of an issue with the way she looks, just he tell needs her. to be the one to say something. He who is in the relationship needs to be the one and to say her right. <laughs> he needs to be the one to say something to her like hey the way you look is really an issue for me but some women just like dressing regular as shit and bitches me my hair has been in this same tired ass bun for 10 days i have worn my ratty ass now nightgown probably 10 hours of the day every day this week and i just don't care like I'm I've just not one for doing the most. Again, that if I were a woman, that is exactly how I would be. And I don't know how y'all do like a fraction of the shit that you do to just for it to be a light girly day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, I, I didn't have time. Like, I love when Kia will be on like <laughs> Snapchat yes, or something. Kia's like, a good one. I didn't have time to do a full beat today. So I just put a little something down. I'm like, girl, your face is done. <laughs> like, like she's like, naturally pretty anyway. Yeah, right. But when I look at her face and she's got makeup on, she's like, All right, it's a light beat today. I'm like, girl, that's more than I would have done, sis. Right. Because it looks like time. <laughs> right. Kia's no. light beat be better than me on my best day. She'd be like, oh, this is just to leave the house. I'm Even like, if I really did beat my face and took it seriously and like watched a tutorial, oh, I couldn't to get achieve on what she does for a light. 
So what I'm saying is, like, I can't even sit up and be like, oh, girl, so you can't put on some heels and a brassiere? <laughs> or a bra Because <laughs> I just don't care. And maybe... I would be the same way. Maybe I'm just super casual by nature and jeans and a t-shirt is all I care about. And I don't really give a shit if other women at the birthday dinner are dressed up to the nines because they not fucking him. Like, this is my but, man. And I don't care what y'all look like. Good dick. Good dick, good consistent dick that is yours. If that's not a motivation for you to jazz yourself up from time to time, then you just don't want to. Because <laughs> even if I have like a nigga at home, you know, I'm, I mean, I try to keep myself together and, you know, I post thirst traps for me. Oh, for, and for my own gratitude. Speaking of thirst traps, I need to post some of these videos I have of you in Miami in your panties. That's what I need to do. First of all, I don't own panties. But if I did, they would be the classiest, jazziest kind. Oh, well, that, I'm pretty sure also, that's what these are. So. Also. <laughs> Tidy. They're not even whiteies. Let me find a video. I'm going to post it right now. Either way, all I'm saying, oh, sweet yeah. dear, Here is that go. he needs to have this conversation with her himself. Mm-hmm. All he needs to say is like, babe, like... Why don't you jazz up? You want me to take you shopping, or you want to go like get some, like some new shoes or a dress or something like this that? This is or, not right. Or you should this do your, your hair place. like this. You know what I'm saying? There's very subtle ways that he can go about having a conversation with her about jazzing it up a little bit. Right. You being thrown into this mix is a wretched, wretched idea. <laughs> just, <laughs> just don't do it. I'm pretty sure y'all draw say kiss my ass. They say massive. Massive. Oh. oh I don't yeah. understand why you have. Oh my bad. No, I'm gonna post that though. Okay. So, yeah, fuck that, girl. Your brother can handle his own business. That's not really your place to talk to her about. That's his. And so he should be man enough to have that conversation with her if it bothers him that much. Our next question oh, comes... God damn, what the fuck does she be wearing? I mean, she's probably just, like, literally sweatpants and a t-shirt yeah. every day. Which, <laughs> I mean, maybe Same. I feel away because that's literally me. <laughs> Same. But, like, why put forth effort if I don't have to? I'm just ugly. So you just got to give me being ugly. Like, I don't, I don't care. So our next question comes from Nicole. It says, I make about six times what my husband makes. <laughs> my God. This is already going awful. And in our relationship. and well. In our relationship, I am the saver. Oh, this is going to be wretched. Since he's the spender. Our budget, <laughs> our budget oh. allocates fifty percent more spending to him than me every payday. I'm confused. I mean, mathematically, I'm lost. Logically, I'm lost. <laughs> Spiritually, I'm lost. He has a seven hundred dollar bonus coming from work and plans to put two hundred dollars towards the house and then keep the other five hundred for himself. I feel that he should want to put more towards the house to increase his uh, his contribution. He feels that since our budget doesn't include the $700 bonus, then even putting 200 is sufficient since it's above and beyond. Oh, is it above and beyond? That's how I would talk to him. <laughs> is it above and beyond? <laughs> I think the reverse. If he has an extra $700, then he should take 200 and put 500 towards the house. The house is old and raggedy and in need of many repairs. Yeah, that's why he wants Our emergency fund isn't where it should be and I want to pay off the house ASAP. 
ASAP. Well, see how you're responsible. Side note, his bonuses used to be much smaller, and I'd incorporate them into our finances to handle unexpected expenses. Oh, so he just hates you. He never even asked about them then. I don't think that's it. <laughs> now that the, now that his become now that his bonuses are becoming more substantial, he's taking an interest. Our checks are direct deposited, and I manage our finances. I'm what sure. are your oh, clearly? What are your thoughts on how a bonus should be divvied up in this? situation see it doesn't really matter what my thoughts are because at the end of the day you're dealing with a nigga and you're dealing with a nigga who um really enjoys money and doesn't enjoy responsibilities it seems also you're dealing with a nigga who has all of those qualities plus makes less money than you like a lot less (laughs) so this is just you know a recipe for disaster in all directions uh, past how the money should be sliced up. I personally agree with you and I'm a spender. Like I spend money stupid. I buy every frivolous thing you could like <laughs> never want or, you know, what I mean? like I don't spend like crazy hundreds of dollars all the time, but I will spend like 20 bucks here and there on dumb shit on Amazon, a pop Funko toy. Oh, uh, I go on Amazon a every new week. game. Or every, oh no, for like, like regular things. Movies I mean. Or, I mean, well, yeah, everybody buys regular shit on like those websites. But you get like, like that, fun stuff. Like, oh, I yeah. bought a flute after I heard Mask Off. I was like, bitch, I want my flute Okay, back. not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> That was dumb random. Like, I mean, but I used to play the flute from 6th grade to 12th grade. Like, I, I took lessons and I was I really well. good at it. So I heard Mask Off. And when I saw the mask, no, well, not just the song itself, but I saw the Mask Off challenge where people on the flute, black girls on the flute oh, were playing Oh, that it. makes sense. And I was like, bitch, that I need a flute it. again. I need that to warm up it. and get, yeah, no, it wasn't future. It was the black girls. <laughs> but I also bought one of those, um... Oh, let me think of like something really ridiculous I've purchased recently. I bought one of those little decoder things from the Da Vinci Co. that came in that box that they were looking for. I don't know why. Uh, wow, how old is the Da Vinci Code? The movie or the book? Either one. Like, I feel like that was the 90s or the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I bought it because I was watching... Um, I was watching Parks and Recreation, and, and it was in an episode of that. And I was like, oh, I bet that they sell this on Amazon. And they did, so I bought it. I love Parks and Rec so much. Um, I bought beanbag chairs that I don't sit on, but Link likes to sleep on them, so I keep them. Um, I bought a rug. <laughs> I bought my TV, which everybody knows about. Adidas running pants I buy. I bought some Rihanna slippers. Chewy lemon heads and friends. You can honestly get any. It's like the online Walmart. You can get anything on Amazon. And if you have Prime, it'll be at your house in two days. For two free. days, maybe less. Okay, because I mean, and often time they'll have like prime one day for four dollars and you're like bitch of course i want it tomorrow for four dollars and that's not even discuss, uh, discussing prime now where it'll just oh right in hours, in hours. <laughs> oh so, yes. amazon i read an article the other day that said amazon google apple facebook and i cannot remember the fifth company mcdonald's but, walmart n- uh, no nike no it was like a tech Sony. company Amazon, I think it was Samsung, whoever runs, not Samsung, but the platform Samsung runs on. Anyway, it was like these five companies basically run our lives. And I was thinking about, because it it challenged you to say in which order would you eliminate them? And for me personally, Facebook would go first because I don't, because I just don't give a shit about Facebook. And, and I give slightly more of a fuck about Instagram, but not that much more of a fuck. I can't think of the last time I logged in. Right. So Facebook could go, but between Apple and Google, like them niggas run my whole life i have a job at apple apple has my phone google has my calendars but google and apple run 
everything in my life. But everything. you have to think of everything that Google also owns. Right. And right. Google has YouTube. Google has so many different like services and products. Everything. Right. But like between Apple and Google, I don't even know which one I could cut from my life. First. It would be difficult, but I would probably go with Apple. But the writer of the story was saying that he loves Amazon because he's a parent. And so, you know, he has Alexa and you can just basically talk and be like, Alexa, order me more diapers. And, you know, suddenly you have diapers is- at your house in an hour. I thought about getting one of those Echo things, but I know that's just inviting Trump in my house to know all my It really is. I stayed. Remember when I rented that Airbnb a couple years ago for Thanksgiving? Mm -hmm. They had an Alexa. I remember. Yeah, they had an Alexa in that That apartment. It could turn the lights off. It could turn the the lights on and off and everything. I said, and the man was like, I rewired my house for Alexa. I said, bitch, absolutely not. I would have asked him, sweetie. (laughs) So after actually procuring the house itself and spending the money to keep it. You also decided to rewire this whole bitch just so you could talk to that piece of plastic? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, girl. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I'm not the the one or the two. Yeah. So, uh, as far as Nicole's question you is You remember concerned, that movie Smart House? It was I, I remember Channel. it coming out. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember it being a thing, but I, I do not recall watching it. One day you're going to come home and you try to get inside and Alexa going to tell you no. right it's gonna be something like that uh but yeah nicole i would say that like if i were you i would also feel like you know if you have 700 extra dollars coming in and we need stuff done around the house you didn't mention whether y'all have kids but just like whatever is going on like you should want to contribute the majority of that because what are you gonna spend the 500 on for yourself yeah i mean i just thought that that was common sense right like if if we have things that need to be done around the house and you have a little bit of extra money but then maybe because he makes so much less than he does than she does he's like well i can just spend it because what's 500 to you right Right, you rich as shit you know which is why you know god knows i just mm. anyway sis good luck and god bless i would be on your side but it sounds like 500 dollars is not gonna make or break things so i don't know maybe just he maybe just make it more about the conversation than about about like right right it needs to be more of like let's talk about mutual priorities in this yes. relationship as opposed to give me that $500 or else. Because, bitch, you make so much more than he does. $500 is nothing. And fun, like, leisure, you know, cute spending is way more, it's way easier and it puts my mind, you know, at peace when I know that I paid my bills. Right. You know, like, when I know that I'm not sitting on a loose bill or I owe somebody some money that month or whatever, then... I can like more comfortably feel like, oh, yes, I will spend 12 bucks on this toy that I don't need because I'm 30. And where am I going to put it? (laughs) Right. It's just like it doesn't bother me because I know that like in terms of responsibility, I'm good, at least for that 30 days. Catch me at the next one. So, you know. Yeah. So good luck to you and your husband. I know I'm training. Uh, well or you know maybe he's just like bitch I got 700 extra dollars I'm gonna take this 500 and give me some shoes and I don't know what I don't know what niggas like so I mean you're right shoes pussy uh, and I'm gonna I'm put it in my PlayStation wallet <laughs> pretty much which I'm not mad at I went I recently went and bought some new games cause you know I need some some new things to help fill my time and so yeah. I've been playing different games now and I'm like what well, um, well, my favorite one is called Overcooked. 
Oh, overcooked is adorable. Overcooked is really fun. It's yeah, like it different. You you cook a bunch of different meals and or like it's simulated stuff like that. But the the environment it's also changes. Like a puzzle at the same time. Right, it's a puzzle at the same time. So overcooked is really fun. I'm on I'm on level five now because I've been playing like nonstop. I think you can get that on your phone too, but I'm not sure. Uh. Oh, well, bitch, I'm going to have to look into that. But anyway, our last question comes from Amira. It says, I've been in a relationship with a wonderful man for three years. He's smart, funny, woke, handsome, have and Have all a the good letters guy. been, I'm with a nigga, but I feel like all of them have been. Yeah, like, I think yeah, they I'm have. Do you want me to try to find one? Oh, no, or? no. Okay. No, no, no. You're, you can go ahead. Okay. And I was wrong, actually. One of them was about a brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but still, same, same I mean, I mean, it kind of was. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I've been in a relationship with a guy who, uh, he's a legitimately good guy with a great heart. But. He's treated me like the queen of the world since we got together. But. <laughs> My only problem mm-hmm. is that he's short and it's embarrassing. Oh. He's 5'9 and I'm 5'10. Oh, well, bow wow to your heart, too. Whenever we go out and I wear heels, he comes barely over my shoulder. Bless your Kevin Hart. Whenever I've taken him around my friends, they dry him that's probably fry him they fry him with short jokes and it may be wrong but i can't help but laugh he handles it well in front of them but when we get alone he asks me why i didn't stand up for him and tells me that all that hurts hurts his feelings i have to admit i get no you're a bitch i have to admit i get very annoyed with that because it makes me feel like i'm doing something wrong he keeps telling me that when people really make fun of his height it's body shaming i'm getting fed up with his (laughs) complaining Am I wrong here? What is he's 5'9"? He's 5'9", she's 5'10". Am I wrong here or should I just break up with him and get me a tall man so neither one of us have to worry about his height? Please help. Um, I feel like I should not use her real name. A little woman of Let's call her Candy. Because I'm what, 5'8"? I mean, I'm 5... I'm 5... Three and three fourths. I believe I'm five eight and a half because I was always told I was five nine. It even said it on my driver's license. And when I moved here, well, the doctor, my primary care physician, yeah. was like, "You're five eight. I, I just like, went to the doctor last week, so I know how tall I am. Um, mm, well, you know, Napoleon complex. You know, it, mm, it's 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 rough dating a guy who's vertically challenged um it's five well i mean i guess five nine five nine, i think todd is between five seven and five nine candy's husband so i guess five he's nine because he's not much i guess five years. nine is kind of short for I for a guy short for like five a nine is actually in average in height, average height yeah. for men but i think that the average man especially men of color are a bit taller than that okay so like five nine kind of like look, dick size like how black men's dicks are on average bigger than white men's dicks? Oh, yes. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so black men on average are taller than... I don't know that I would say black so. men on average are taller. I just feel like when you going out, the scope of niggas that you see in, period, you know, usually are hitting you with like a 5'11", maybe. Okay. So once you get into... But 5'9 is not like an unheard of 5'10 is kind of tall for a woman. No, 5'10", 5'9", can be tall for a girl, depending on your shape. I mean, I've always been short. This has literally never been my problem. Everybody I've dated has been taller than me. That's what I was going to say. Most of the guys I've dated have been taller than me. People in eighth grade have been taller than me. So it's not, like, really that difficult to do. So I can't really empathize with having a short man, but... I can't date a guy that's shorter than me. 
Well, sin, I can't either. But like, look at how short you would have to fucking be I to mean, be shorter yeah. than me. Right. I will say, though, that the fact that people make fun of him for his height and you laugh at it, he he's right to be annoyed with you for that. Like, right. you're his woman. If somebody made fun of you for something that you couldn't help, and especially if it's something, something you were born with, right. you, you know what I'm saying? And he was just sitting there laughing, you would have, like, five, six back-to-back blue bubbles for him because you're not having a conversation on the ride home. Right. I mean, that's that. it is fucked up to laugh when people make fun of him for something that he cannot control about himself, like his height. But then you also have to take in, into consideration the fragile male ego i mean the male ego it is fragile and jokes are one thing and it seems like he handles them well in public like he he takes the jokes Mm -hmm. but for you as my girlfriend to not say nothing it's fucked up like like if you were big and your man was small and he brought you around his friends and his friends made fat jokes and you act like you was cool with it i would still expect my man to be like hey who the fuck is you talking about my lady for like you know like at least come to my defense like don't shit on my partner for something that's totally beyond they control so like yeah don't shit on my man because he's short you said he's great girl he's smart funny woke handsome a good man and he's one inch shorter than you are you really about to be a dumb bitch about this let him go and send him my way shit fuck is wrong with you fuck is wrong with you you're never gonna be in a relationship again. girl like <laughs> listen if you go if you decide to partner with a straight cis man you're gonna have to go ahead and, and accept that you are going to make some compromises that you would not have to otherwise because mm. they just don't have it together they just as a group they're garbage and the fact that you have everything you want in a man but he's one inch shorter than you and you're letting that like really hold you back on one hand i'm like you know what if you feel that strongly about it it's like if you really want to be able to wear heels and your man be taller than you if it's that's that important to you that you totally have the right to be like nah sorry five nine you gotta go go find a shorter girl that you can make happy Candy is 5'3". And Todd is 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, so I feel Todd like... Todd is her, the same sight when she's wearing heels. When she... I was going to say, I saw a picture of them in heels, I think, on Valentine's Day. And they were the same height. Her in heels and him Here's by her himself. Flats. I don't like... I think, right. And she's visibly shorter than he is. First of all, the whole thing about the man having to be taller than a woman is some societal bullshit that means literally nothing. Because, man, it's just the same thing of men having to be Conan the fucking barbarian all of the time. And so your size is, you know, attributed to how strong you are and the overall... You know what I'm saying? So people will make fun of of guys all the time for being smaller or whatever when if you can still take care of business and you're a good man and all that type of shit, it shouldn't bother you at all. Although, again, like I said, if you're shorter than me... All I have for you is a hand clap and good conversation. I mean, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's okay if that's how you feel about it. If you want somebody taller than you, yeah, that's fine. Then go find somebody but taller than you. But let him. Go. This is a good man. There's no reason to shit on him or make him feel bad for being five nine when he didn't ask to be five nine. So let him go and let him find somebody who doesn't give a shit about his height or for whom five nine is very tall, like me. <laughs> Five nine is like I gotta look up at your ass at five nine. I'm like, oh well, goddamn, right? So you know, let him go find somebody if it's that important to you, and you stay single till you find the six three nigga that you really dreaming about. I mean, and I'm not mad at you. Like you, honestly, you truly have the right to make that choice. But let that good ass man go, and let one of one of the millions of black girls out here looking for a decent man find him, girl. Shit, since you care that much. 
All right. All right. So that wraps up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey, guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. We are back, and it is now time for the read. It's it over is. an hour and a half, but it won't be two. Right, you're right. It won't be two damn hours. So I that's what you get. I don't really have. Do you have a read this week? Because I don't have a lot to say. Me neither. Okay. Great. <laughs> Amen. I'll start. Okay. <laughs> Mine is like really petty and stupid. Mine is too. Well, no, it's real, but it's petty. But it's mm, no, it's minor. But it's real. I don't know if mine is either. It's just real. Do you want this whiskey or should I take the rest home? You can take it home. <laughs> well, amen. Um, okay, so this is for, this is nerdy and it is absolutely for black nerds. And many of you, this will go completely over your head. And will you I get skip it? it. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but you can feel free to try. So... Injustice 2 is a video game that just came out on Tuesday. Nope, I don't get it already. Injustice 2 is made by NetherRealm Studios and Ed Boon, the same people who are famous for creating the Mortal Kombat franchise. This is the second game. It is a fighting game that features DC comic book characters. DC is the comic book people that created Justice League, Batman, Superman, The Flash, Catwoman, Wonder Batman Woman. Batman is Justice League? Yes, he's in I Justice did not League. know that. Okay. He's like one of the main. Well, I knew he was. He I knew he was something special because he was rich and he fought crime. But he was rich. Yeah. So I knew he was something special, but I know it was Justice League. Well, so they're in the game. Okay. Um, this is exciting for many nerds because a, this is the second game we played. The first one it was pretty good, um, and there aren't many games where you could play as DC characters. So this is supposed to be fun. All of us are so excited to see what characters are going to be in it. Again, this is petty. I don't give a shit how anybody feels about it. There are 28 characters in the game. Two of them are visibly black. That is Cyborg. Wow, two. I mean, I don't believe there are any Asian characters in the game. Oh, so the blacks in terms are of, lucky. Like, represented, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Damn. But here's the thing. There are several black characters in the DC universe. A lot of them may not be well known. But when you're talking about the realm of gaming, and this is where I'm going to tie it into like depth, 
Okay. Um, representation to me in gaming is just as important as it is in any other form of media, movies, television, what have you. It's really important as a consumer to see yourself reflected in different ways in games. Now, yeah, you got the two. Cyborg, who I never really cared about, and Firestorm, who I also just learned about maybe two years ago. Um, Now, one of the characters that... Okay, how do I... All right. So each character has something that's called a premiere skin. And what a premiere skin is, is basically just a costume. I'm Googling. Fair. It's a costume that you can switch your character into in the game so that they have a different appearance. So they've been making these premiere skins that are basically turning a a character in the game into a completely different character in the universe. Okay. So rather than... Here's an example. Rather than playing as the Green Lantern, the white Green Lantern, there's a premiere skin that you can get in the game to turn him into Jon Stewart, who is the black <gasps> Green Lantern. Jon Stewart Not is white, though. Jon Stewart oh, from The Daily Show. Of course. Jon Stewart is a black character in DC who is a Green Lantern. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't like that he was a premiere skin because I felt like he could have been a main character, but I left that alone okay. for story reasons. There's a character named Vixen. It was also a DC character. She's black. She's one of the few black women who's a superhero, period, in comics. Right. Makes sense. Storm. Storm's Marvel, but you're following. Yeah. Um, sort of. Now, Vixen has a bit of a following, a much bigger following than a bitch named Cheetah. Now they put Cheetah in the game, who is literally just a woman cat. Who's fast and strong and made Vixen the premier skin for her. Now, Vixen is completely different. First of all, she's black. She's a supermodel and she has the power to basically call on the ability of any animal. Meanwhile, Cheetah is just a cat bitch. So you giving Cheetah a Vixen skin limits the character. And for someone who has never played the game before, or if you're just casually buying it, you'll... A, have to play it for a certain amount of time or spend real money to get enough points to even obtain the skin. And then the skin is just a poor representation of this character. And I just feel like when you don't even have that many black superheroes and then you have very few black female superheroes, it would have been great to represent her better than she is in the game. Because the character has the exact same moveset as the whatever. I didn't like that. Not to mention, I just don't. I think that they half-assed it and they could have done a lot better than that. And they already teased a DLC character that's supposed to be coming out later on in the year or whatever. And it looks like it'll be Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Raiden is just a nigga with a bamboo hat that has like electric powers and he's like a god. We've been waiting and campaigning for them to put Static in the game. Static is a black young man with dreads who has electric powers. I know that Ed Boon and Netherrealm are going to put Raiden in this game and make Static the fucking premiere skin. So Mm -hmm. that's what we are to you. Niggas got to be the premier skins. We can't be on the front line. I don't understand what that's about. And yeah, I bought the game anyway. And yeah, I went and got the Vixen skin. And yeah, I played it and she's fun. But that's not the fucking point. The point is that they could have done a much better job at the way that they handled these characters. No Asian characters at all. Like, 
you have an opportunity to create a huge roster of all kinds of different people. And they made a point to act like we're just going to dive really deep into the catalog and get characters that are underrepresented and give them a chance to shine and blah, blah, blah. And you didn't. You did the best thing to line your pockets. Yes, it's a great game. And yes, it's fun. And yes, I'm addicted. And yes, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here so I can go back to playing it. But I felt like that needed to be said. And so I said it. So when you deal, it's bad enough that they acted like Storm ain't never been dark-skinned or Storm, you know, just some random monster gave her her white hair and she was just a thief her whole life. Like, like they don't ever represent... I think maybe Black Panther was, like, the last black superhero that I saw outside of comic books that, like, got, like, a really dope and fun and respectful adaptation or representation or whatever. And everybody else is just kind of like, oh, you know, the response is, you should just be glad they were in the game at all. Mm. Oh. Okay. I guess I should be glad I'm free too. I can drink <laughs> whatever water. Right. Like. Those are the same people who are like, why are black people complain and not slaves anymore? <laughs> like, you knew that people wanted Vixen to be in this game because it was talked about. The same way that you knew that people wanted Static to be in this game because it was talked about long before this game was even announced. So the fact that you put whack ass Cheetah that nobody knows or gives a fuck about in this game instead of Vixen and then have her coming in and using Cheetah's moves like she ain't way more powerful and interesting than that, I just find it to be lame. And if you do the same shit with Static, I'm rioting. You're okay. I'm done. Amen. So I don't understand any of the words you just said. That's fine. I don't care. I'm finished. I did okay. what I was do like in terms of my responsibility and coming here. Right. No. I did and, what and, I was asked. Yeah. No. You did. You did your job. And I'm finished. I was gonna talk about Lavar. Um, <laughs> you are so funny, Lavar Ball, and nope. um, I don't know who that is. How he was on the herd and the shit he said with Catherine Leahy, but honestly, white men and. Sorry, no, not white men. White women and black men are pretty much the same. And so for y'all to be having beef with each other, I don't give a shit about. Wait, wait. Yeah, as far as like societal privilege is concerned, obviously you aren't. No, I'm not saying you're viewed in the same way. White women clearly have an advantage over black men. But your what you perceive as your problem in life is your womanhood. And what black men perceive as their problem in life is their blackness, not their manhood. Their manhood they see as being just fine. It's the blackness that holds them back. And for white women, it's the exact opposite. Your gender is what's holding you back as opposed to your race. And so when y'all start arguing and fussing or whatever, what I hear is a bunch of blah, blah, blah. I don't care. And so I don't really give a shit. I'm not going to talk about that. What I'm going to talk about instead is uh, Class Pass, <clears throat> which I actually love Class Pass. If, I don't know if you know about it. but So we both have reads that neither one of us knows what you're talking about. Oh, you don't? So Class Pass is like a gym thing. Oh, there you go. And um, for like a set dollar amount per, th- per month, you can go out and try different gyms or whatever. And I have a regular gym that I go to for like CrossFit and, you know, regular cardio exercise or whatever. Class Pass is actually a monthly membership that connects you to 8,000 plus of the best fitness Shout out studios. to you for finding their website. I mean, that's what you do. But but yeah, <laughs> I mean, because I definitely found the the uh, Wikipedia for whatever cyborg is. But um, so, yeah, uh, class pass I've been using lately to try to find different uh, gyms and different workouts and stuff like that, because I like to keep it varied. I hate boring workouts. That's the best way for me to not work out. So I started a new gym lately and it seemed cool at first, but I quickly realized that I was in a building full of armitages. And it's been so long that I've had to, like, really deal with whiteness and, like, microaggressions in particular that it threw me off when it happened to me. So I went to, like... In the house? 
Uh, yes, actually, I pretty much go home and then I come here to the studio and then I go back home. So the fact that like pretty much when I go to the gym, that's my owner only interaction with white people who don't work for me on a regular basis. Oh my basis. gosh, I had this just reminded me of a story that I'll tell next week because it'll be two hours soon and I refuse. Okay, so but we won't do that. I almost thought but anyway, that. so the point is that I went to this white gym to do CrossFit and it was immediately like pulling up at the Armitage Plantation. <laughs> immediately it was like oh you're oh okay we're so glad to have you hey girl all you gotta do is come in here yeah girl so the first thing that white people do when they want to make you feel like they're comfortable with your blackness is put on a black voice men and women by the way oh yeah absolutely. and so men, when they maybe more as soon as they starting with the girls i'm like here we fucking go so I'm at this gym. I don't really know none of these white people like that. All of a sudden, I'm girl this and girl that. And then it's, oh, well, I just can't believe that you're really putting weight on the barbell and you're really out here trying to do it. And you're really doing a great job. You should come in and talk to some of our other girls. No. We have other girls who have just started the program and they're scared of putting weight no. on the bar. And this is this, this. So you should come in and you could be like a motivation to no. them. First of all, bitch, I've been doing CrossFit for a year and a half. Not a long time, but longer than a lot of you hoes have been doing it. If you feel like like what I'm doing right now is struggling or like somebody who is brand new to weight or brand new to putting stuff on the bar. It's only because I'm coming from a place that you didn't. But where I have gotten as far as my strength training is concerned, I'm very proud of. And so for you to be like, oh, you're black. We have other black girls who are trying to do this class, but they don't totally get it. Why don't you come in and be our token? And instead of paying you, we'll give you the privilege of coming in on your off time and coming to the gym and demonstrating how a workout should be done for a group of fucking strangers. Bitch, no. I don't even I'm, have an official membership. Gym. First First of all, I'm first of all, I'm here because I get a massive discount for trying out your gym. Like that's literally why I'm here. And also, I don't want to be your token like you just met me. I'm not going to be your token and come show up for your other black girls that I also don't know. You're not paying me to talk to or anything. Like you're using my presence to say, hey, black girls can do CrossFit, even if you feel like you're not in shape. Here's a girl who looks like you and she's doing the stuff that you think you're too scared to do. So you can be like her. So you can increase your membership and you can make more money, but nobody's offering me anything. But just the ins the insult of being in the middle of a workout when most people are focused on themselves and having people come up to you. Because the thing about CrossFit is like, yeah, you're competing with everybody else in the group, but more importantly, you're trying to focus on your own own strength like i mean let's be clear those white people compete with each other like am i right oh, no. yes. i stick to my damn self i'm a black woman i'm over here by my damn self them white boys over there working out in their bare feet or whatever they can compete with each other that's none of my fucking business but don't come up to me during the break point of a workout when like everybody else is done and they're resting and I'm over here busting my ass because yeah I am not as strong as the rest of you like don't come up to me and be like oh yeah bitch good you're doing such a great job you should actually come in and show some of our brand new bitches who don't know how to pick up a barbell yet that they can do it too like I just don't appreciate y'all talking to me like this but then God help me so this gym has an issue with like playing music that is not censored and black people oh, black people white people love to play black music 
in the gym and then listen to the niggas play out freely throughout the speakers or whatever else and they don't give a shit. And I'm telling you, they played like stuff as as what would seem as whack as like maybe Nelly back in the day, even though Nelly would use nigga to like the most hardcore gangster rap ass shit like Easy e Tupac, Dre, Snoop, all them niggas. Like anybody who would say nigga all throughout their songs. And so it was just so uncomfortable for me as a black woman and not just a black woman, but the only, only black, black girl, person yeah. in the gym to hear these people start a playlist that's 20 minutes long of music uninterrupted and all of it is something that's degrading to black people and all the people around you are singing along to the lyrics while they're working out. It was like, it was microaggression city. So what I have to say this week is like not even a read. It's just an understanding of even somebody like me who pretty much creates my own schedule and I don't have to be too much involved with other white people. If I want to do something specialized or um, like a specialized workout type plan like CrossFit, you're pretty much asking to be around white people because there is no CrossFit in Harlem. It closed. And I think, I don't know how far away the CrossFit in the Bronx is, but I have a totally different issue with black men and working out and it's the fact that black men typically do not allow me to work out peacefully and so that's a totally different set of issues white men ignore my body but they micro they have all these microaggressions in different ways and so it's kind of like who do you choose you know somebody who's going to sexually objectify you all throughout your workout or somebody who's going to be like yeah girl i loved brandy and monica too back in the day the boy is mine you know like it's like what do you what do you really pick out of that feeling like a piece of meat or feeling like your existence as a black woman is a fucking joke you know it's just one additional thing that i have to go through right it's like each one it's either either i do crossfit with white people and i get microaggressions about who i am as a black woman and people putting on their black scent and calling me girl flavored racism or asking me to represent represent all of my people or i do crossfit with black people or black or people of color in the hood and i end up feeling like i mean because niggas will be like oh damn you could have ran into me shawty you ain't had to pot for nothing (laughs) you know what i'm saying you could you could run into me anytime actually choosing to be around people like right so the fact that i even go to the gym like i could just be at home (laughs) i could just be at home honestly because i don't feel like going outside much these days anyway but it's just really shitty to have to deal with constant microaggressions and shit like that so i want to say to anybody who's in a in a place because that was the thing like i was at the gym and all this shit was happening during one workout and the whole time i was feeling like okay I know I I know get out meant a lot to me, but am I too woke right now? Like, am I doing too much? Am I seeing too much into this? And then I remember the video that we shot with Cheska Lee for Decoded and how people of color, people who go through this all the time, you constantly question yourself about whether what you're feeling is really real. Like, am I really experiencing this or is it just because that I've always dealt with this that I'm assuming this is how it really is when it isn't, you know? It's a a battle that we go through. And so I just want to say shout out to everybody who has a job where you have to go and deal with white people and their microaggressions on a daily basis because it's the kind of thing that if you went, because I said to them when they were like, you you said, no, girl, da, 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 da. I'm not putting no extra weight on my bar. I said, no, you can't say that I would say that. I actually said, I said, no, you didn't hear that from me because I would never say something like that. You've never heard me say anything like that. And they were like, yeah, but that's just how your tone of voice sounded. 
and such and such mimicked you doing this. So it's like an automatic thing, you know? It's not even like I I had the chance to be the stereotypical black girl. I just am that because I'm the black girl in your space, in your world. And so it's just a fucked up position to be in. So I feel my heart goes out to you. My prayers go out to you. If you are in a situation, you have to be around white people. And for your own good, you have to swallow the microaggressions and bullshit that they put on you because it's just too much. It's always fucking something with them. And the alternative ain't no better. The alternative for me is go to try to find a gym in the hood in Harlem or the Bronx to go to. And then literally, because I went two days ago on my way to the gym, I bump into a nigga at the gym and he literally stares at my titties. Not even my eyes. Not once looked me in the eyes. Stares at my titties and says, well, damn, shawty, you could bump it to me again. I know I'm talking about you could bump it to me anytime. Like... Which one is supposed to feel better? As a black woman, I'm really stuck in the middle of fuck you and fuck you too. Which is why talking about LeVar Byrne and Kristen Leahy, I was just like, I kind of want to be mad on LeVar Ball's point on on his behalf. But at the same time, it's like, you know, fuck you. Like, you garbage too. You trash and you trash. So you expect me to pick between two trashes? No, bitch. Sorry. And I'm done. That's all I had to talk about. Like, just don't be, don't make shit harder for black women than what it already is. All right. And I'm done. You just try getting a trainer like I have. Well, I mean, you have like a private trainer and I'm sure he comes to your house and you do like. He does actually. Private. Of, course, of course he does, yeah. Chloe. Of course he does, Courtney. And he you comes know to what? your house. And I don't deal with no motherfucking microaggression. <laughs> Crossfit, bitch, okay, you don't have to be a bitch about it. And what doesn't? <laughs> but I'm doing the, the last time he actually pulled me to New York Sports Club to go work out, and this old man with maybe three and a half teeth tried to cuss me out because his fucking the towel and his water bottle Yikes. were on the bench, and I, with one pinky finger, scooted it over maybe two or three inches to match fit. them teeth over to the side so I could sit on the bench and put my shit on the locker, and he go come out the bathroom talking about sorry i put my stuff on your bench oh wow i said well as long as you don't let it happen again we'll be fine and he go come did back really? yes of and he go come back and, oh so you got more to say you didn't have to sit here you could have sat over there i said well i sat right here and so oh lord what else <laughs> is there to talk about like are you really gonna fuss with me over a new york sports club's towel that cost them maybe all five of, cents to right, make all of three cents them rough ass sounds. and an empty poland spring not a, a water bottle that you got at sports authority or at fucking modell's or even Dwayne reed a Poland spring water bottle that you got at the bodega, <laughs> emptied out or drank or whatever, and are reusing. Cost effective? No shade. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is to you, I didn't Amen. touch your diamonds, your doubloons, or your pearls, bitch. <laughs> I moved over some property that belongs to the gym and some property that belongs in the trash so that I could get to a locker room. And here you are fussing with me. This is why I don't leave the fucking house. I don't and you wonder me. why I don't block people, don't talk to people, don't enjoy interactions, and would prefer being a left alone and that's real i don't even blame you friend i really don't because when i go to the gym with these white people and i get them questions like that or they give me black girl attitude they put their hands on the hips and do the the z formation it's like it's just like when straight people especially girls like, talk do i deserve this i just came here for a fucking workout man i didn't come here to be the black girl i came here to exercise 
Yeah. It sucks. So, yeah, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. I will be at the We Are Never Meeting in Real Life book launch. That is a new book of essays by Samantha Irby. That is Tuesday, May 30th at 7 p.m. here in New York City. Check housingworks.org for tickets. Kifiri, what do you have going coming up? (laughs) Going up. (laughs) Going up. Uh, if you have a ticket to the show on Saturday, May 20th, uh, I will see you there. If not, I think there are a couple left on KidFuryLive.com. As well as next week, the 27th, I'll be in London to perform as well. So if you don't have tickets, go ahead and get some tickets for that. Also, look out for other events coming soon that I will announce later on in the summer. And that is it for now. You're coming up to, to London. London soon. Yeah, London is next week. Oh my god! So that should be a good time. So famous. Go to see uh, Dream Girls. I used to dream about cars and things, (laughs) about being a star. You literally have six jobs more than I do. Um, I don't care, bitch. Whatever. You know how you're fucking famous. Anyway, so I Uh, guess do we have an acronym or are we just done? G B. Good. No. Great. No. Goodbye. D- oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs>